Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome back to Ruddle Me This. I am the Ruddler, Taylor Ruddle, your host of the podcast, and this is part two of my discussion with Amy Borlace, a fellow comedian, singer, and actor based here in Christchurch. The conversation follows on pretty much immediately from where the last one left off, so if you want to get the full context, you can always go back, pause this one now, go back and listen to part one of the conversation, but otherwise, I'm sure you can just jump right in and enjoy the conversation. So with that, here's part two of the conversation. Welcome back to the show, Amy Borlace. Okay, welcome back to the podcast, Amy. Hello, hello, hello. Lovely to have you back with us um, in a nondescript future time and definitely not the same <laughs> Friday night that we were recording. We definitely have exciting things to do on a Friday night. Oh, you know it. Okay, so... <laughs> If you listeners out there would have probably heard part one of this, Uh, what was the track that we ended the last one on? Uh, It was track number four, which is called 22. Okay. And so we've got about five to go. We got more than half to go. (laughs) Well, then I'll just let you take it away and um, bring us into the next track. Um, awesome. So this one, I guess, is uh, less less, uh, for me to talk about with this one. Track number five, I could say is a breakup song uh it's a breakup song with you know the breakup is the best thing yeah uh where the breakup feels good it's about uh all the things you could you know i could say all these i could say you know i'll be there for you but like why why bother doing that i actually feel great since we broke up mm-hmm. um which is like i think this is one of the things i really love about this album is that there's like kind of one there's essentially two kind of love songs like there's two like you know romantic songs Mm -hmm. and none of it none of the rest of it really is about romance yeah yeah. um and i like i'm not a lovey-dovey romantic person so Uh (laughs) but most pop music is about it it certainly is what was that song called sorry um it's called i could say ah and so yeah. I guess it's just about like a re- relationship that's kind of run its course. Does it seem to imply that it's mutual in the song? Uh, yeah, I think it, it's it's implied that the breakup is mutual, but that the guy that she was dating was a bit of a dick. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm sure, again, a relatable situation. <laughs> I feel like that's something very, very new to the conversation is um, people seem to 
be more okay with splitting up if it's not the right thing. Whereas it feels like maybe 20 years ago, you didn't really hear people talking about, um, it's almost like, what's the word? Like, I don't want to say apathy is the right word here, but that relationship, that's just fine. It's not amazing. It's not bad either, but I imagine it was a lot of people's reality. Um, Maybe even today, you know, still a lot of people going through it, but yeah. So any other thoughts on that track? I just, I mean, I just like the, I th- I think that it's got a really strong opening line for a pop song. Mm. I could say, which is, oh gosh, I have to make, see if I get this right. I could say, I'll always be there for you, but that would be a lie and quite a pointless thing to do. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just, it's straight in there. It's not, again, it's like, it's not super poetic. It's just, no. it's talky. Yeah. It just it, sounds like yeah. a real conversation. Yeah. It is genuinely how you hear people talk. There, there seemed like a bit of an, like her, the tone of her music is fairly upbeat, but I got this sense of like kind of melancholy behind everything. Um, yeah. It's this interesting kind of up down uh, mood, I suppose, for the songs. Yeah. Actually, that's a really great segue into the next track. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we do it. Take it away. Uh, <laughs> track number six, Back to the Start, is quite uh, upbeat. Yeah. Feel, it feels upbeat. Yeah. It is lyrically, it's a song about having a really bad relationship with your sister and going, I feel like I've been a real dick. Can we please just, I'm real sorry. Can we start again? Oh. And it is one of those songs that like you, I think if you don't relate to the song, you would listen to it and be like, I don't, I, what is Okay. but if you have if there's any part of you that has ever had a challenging relationship with a sibling yeah even a tiny bit oh like i i remember hearing that song and feeling like like i have an amazing relationship with my sister she's one of my best friends Mm -hmm. but like there always is when you're growing up and you're we're very very different very very different people Mm. and she's uh much more socially competent than i am right and um but i did older or younger than you She's younger than me. Oh, yeah. She's two years younger. Uh, I did a bit better at school. She was a lot better with friends. Basically, if there was any, mum always said we were like chalk and cheese. And that if there was any <laughs> kind of decision and there was two options, we would never pick the same right. option. Yeah. But, we were, but we, were, we, we were and continue to be incredibly good friends and incredibly close. And, and this song where she's saying, like, I felt like you were prettier than me. You were taller than me. You had more friends than me. I'm jealous. I treated you really badly. And then I just didn't talk to you. Can you please forgive me? And can we just start again? And I, my understanding is that this song did do that for them, that they right. were able to repair like quite a bad relationship through yeah. this song, um, which like all of these songs, it's, it's honest. Like yeah. it, you can feel that it's real. Mm. And super relatable as well. How many people have had yeah. tough relationship with their sisters or just oh, siblings yeah. in general? I saw a tweet or it was a screenshot of a, of a phone conversation that just said, this is what it's like being sisters. And it was two, two sisters in all capitals yelling at each other, you know, don't, don't take my, don't take my top. And the other one says, well, you always take my fucking lipstick or something. And then there was like another text and it just said, do you want to go to the movies tonight? And then another one saying, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It is exactly it. Like, it is it. It's absolutely what it is like to be sisters. My younger brother and I were never quite that at each other, but the, 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 yeah, that, that 
that I just saw that slogan. I went, yeah, that's what it's like with siblings. I think that's that's a good thing. It's good when you have someone in your life that you can be that honest about how mad you are, but also be like, <laughs> yeah, but we're good for Saturday, right? Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Because you can't exactly like the you know they're, they're going to be around sort of thing so like you know especially yeah. when you're growing up as well like unless one of you moves out or something you sort of have to feel like there's a kind of like begrudging like all right well we need to make this work um even if yeah. we're super angry at each other like my younger brother and i used to have to share a bedroom and we'd fight like all the time just you know i think we just needed like space and as soon as we got our own rooms yeah it, like we're all good and we're very close now but um yeah, siblings is an interesting one. I, I do like the way you said that you you could be you could be angry at them, um, <laughs> but like yeah, you still have to kind of still have to make it work with them. Yeah, absolutely. Any other um any other thoughts on that track? I think I think I just like I think it just the that it's really is the lyrics like the lyrics really hit they really hit because even if like I I love my sister but like I know that I've been jealous of her and she's. I assume been jealous of me at some point yeah, of course. over something. Yeah. And I think that because you can really feel in the core of this song that that's been their problem. Yeah. So it feels personal. I haven't like, you know, I, like I said, I have a great relationship with my sister, but, mm. but it, it's that core of it where you're like, Oh yeah, I can feel that that's the thing. Was, was Lily Allen known for being particularly sort of like glamorous or beautiful? Or was that not really her kind of aesthetic for like, for lack of a better word, I mean, me. to be honest, like I think if you look back on her stuff, you might it would be easy to think that way, but I I don't she think so. Didn't feel I, it. No, and I I think she was more of a um, she was wearing kind of quirky indie girl outfits mm-hmm. of the of the time, mm. uh, and she was really known for like in the media she was known for drinking pints and and doing coke in yeah, clubs like yeah because <laughs> um, that was one thing yeah. that did stand out to me about her her lyrics and the kind of theme of the music is that idea of the council estate in the UK it was very like yeah. she mentioned Tesco in one of her lyrics yeah. and it it feels very working class i think and that whole kind of like you know doing ickies at a garage rave Sort of, you know, wearing some fairy wings and a tutu kind of yeah. like that was the vibe I got that, from her music. Like absolutely, absolutely. And I think when we get down to like some of the later tracks on the album, I think mm-hmm. you really see. I mean, actually, that I will, I'll touch on the on the next one, which is uh, track seven, never gonna happen, mm-hmm. which is like not my favorite song at all on it, but it's funny. Yeah. It's really, uh, I guess, none of them are delicate. Yeah. Uh, the lyrics aren't delicate. It is. It's very working class. It's never going to happen. Is basically a song where she's kind of fucking around with this guy. Uh-huh. Um, he is obviously actually interested in her. Yeah. And she's like, no, I've made it really clear. I don't want anything serious. Oh. But like, I am going to call you on a Saturday at like one a.m. <laughs> and you can't have that think that it means anything. Of course, yeah. Um, she's like very much the villain of the song. Uh, That's I cool. assume. I like that. Yeah, and like because all of her songs are so honest, I have to assume that she has done this to someone. There's yeah, some probably. poor guy who really liked her. <laughs> And she's just been like, "Look, I'm you, clearly using you." Like, right? right. <laughs> she's definitely like not the hero 
But Almost I like that. Ever. I think that's that's kind of honest. You know what I mean? Like we, I think we have to be yeah. lying to ourselves if we think we've never been the villain in any situation before. I mean, maybe there's people that are that are universally good, but I feel like most people have been the villain at some point. Yeah, and I think I think because she's she's the songs are honest. She's the villain in some of them, if not almost all of them. Um, <laughs> and they are like really political. Yeah. Right from the start. I mean, even the first track that I, I didn't really touch on it much where she's talking about people using, um, you know, street drugs and yeah. as on top of prescribed drugs and, and using <laughs> that to cope. Um, yeah. track, track eight, which is probably the most famous song on the album, which is Fuck You. Yep, I remember that one. Is just all, po- it's pure politics. It's right. not like The Fear is, a, The Fear is a really political song, but it's, it, it feels like a person talking about their experience in the oppressive system. Yeah. Um, whereas, I mean, I, it, it's Fuck You. Yeah. Is, it is what it is. Yeah. It is so joyful sounding. Yeah. It's a 14-year-old song. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, Lily Allen sang it with Olivia Rodrigo last year. Really? Uh, That's cool. Yep. After the uh, after the after uh, they overturned Roe v. Wade in oh, yeah. the States. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my friend Jasmine Tease does a routine, a burlesque routine. Jasmine is an amazing. Um, oh, yeah, she's I've met like Jasmine. I met her at the, the French. mama of burlesque. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, she great. has a, a routine like a very awesome feminist uh, routine that, that incorporates this song. Yeah. But like, and it feels like you could have released it yesterday. Mm. It's, it's essential. It's, 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 it's Bush era. Like it's George W. Bush. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so long ago. I barely remember it. <laughs> and, it's a, and it's a song where she's like, actually just go fuck yourself. Like, right. can you please stop being homophobic and bigoted yeah. and sexist and racist? Yeah. Like that's not much to ask. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Isn't it wild that that's you know the Bush administration was like for a lot of at the time we thought it was as bad as it could get. God. You listen to any Green Day from that kind of period and you sort of go, wow, yeah. okay, yeah, because um I wasn't super cognizant when it like I do remember Bush being president, but not to the point where I would have known about any socioeconomic or like any kind of thing happening. But um I had a, a coworker that said. Uh, the Bush administration was terrible for America, but great for punk music. So I guess um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lily Allen <laughs> um, maybe could be, you could sort of Venn diagram her into that. <laughs> and that. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, it is kind of in that sense, it's a really punk album. If yeah. you're talking about like being a like really left wing political album, mm, yeah, it is yeah. actually yeah. Quite ironically super punk. <laughs> Yeah, she's got the pink outfit. That's fairly. I see that in a lot of punk. So yeah, I was going to say as well. The has this. Do you know if the song gets played uncensored on the radio here? I've never heard it uncensored. I've heard. I've heard the version where it goes, "Q Q very very much." Yeah, like, I feel like I've heard. <laughs> they leave that out one too. the fuck. Yeah, I heard of, uh, the version I listened to when I was listening to the album had like like those old like a wooga horns and like like balloons popping and like oh, yeah. yes all that sort of thing over the top of it um <laughs> fascinating song when it comes to that whole idea of like radio play and, and censorship yeah. um i remember being it was a big deal in new zealand when they played uh, rage against the machines killing in the name of uncensored on the radio and they got like john key to like announce it when it was happening and uh, just yeah like <laughs> 
the whole swearing on the radio thing's fascinating. Obviously, it didn't hurt the song though, because I mean, like that's no, the, you know, that was like the the main song that I knew of hers. Um, yeah, before listening to the album, yeah, and it's so it's it feels so joyful. Yeah, like it is, isn't it's it? and the like the melody and the like it there's it's so fun to sing. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you are can really yelling. Lean into it. You really lean into it, but it's like also so pretty. Mm. Like the it's like that fuck you, fuck you, fuck you very, very much. Yeah, like it's like it's so they're so fun. They're so she fun puts to a sing. Bit of flourish onto it, hey. Yeah, I suppose that's a, a big theme of hers. Is that like it's very upbeat music for the most part. If you didn't know the lyrics, you might assume it was yeah. pretty happy. But yeah, has she released anything I mean, it, since it, since this album? Yes, she has a fair bit. Um, really? I think the most, mm, the one that probably did the best would have been Jesus, mm-hmm. which was still ages ago. Um, yeah. And that was, uh, I'm trying to, to place it in a timeline. It was in response to Kanye calling himself Jesus. Jeez, oh, yep. So it was around, around then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever that um, was. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was the name of the album. Uh-huh. When was yeah. that? 2014. So it means still, it yeah. feels recent to me, but it was not recent know, at right? all. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and then No Shame in 2018. And I think that was it. But that's, I mean, right. Jesus was like, oh, yeah, uh, there was like, a, there's like a song about internet trolls and wow. Hard Out Here, which is, hard out here for a bitch is the full lyric um right yeah it, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> the um what was i gonna say the uh, apart from the fuck you song is there a lot of cuss words in her lyrics yeah uh there yeah. you go well again that's how people um, talk so yeah yeah it is it's it, it's very working class yeah um which is ridiculous, a ridiculous thing to say in a lot of ways because like everyone swears, but it's yes. that like level of acceptability. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's one thing I found a little bit odd about stand up in New Zealand is people are weird about swearing, <laughs> comedians swearing. They, yeah. Uh, yeah, we could get into a whole other thing about that. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else we can really say about this song. It's like it's pretty much a flagship song, isn't it? Yeah, it's iconic. Which mm. and it, which is, I, I mean. I love the lyrics of all of her songs, but the, I think what's great about this one is that the, it, it, it feels like anybody could have written it, but at the same time, only Lily Allen could have written mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like when you've got lyrics that are just like, you're just some racist that can't tie my laces. Like yeah. that's that's not a great lyric. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, but like it does what it needs to do. Yeah. I guess it's like that expression of, um, you know, you use the level of vocabulary depending on your audience. And for somebody like yeah. Lily Allen, she's going for the highest common denominator of just the most people that are likely to understand what she's saying. So yeah. nothing wrong with going simple with your lyrics. Absolutely. Sure. And, but also I think there's something really cool about uh, a song where you're just like, uh, I'm I'm addressing this to all the far right bigots and i'm just saying i think you're evil mm, yeah and that's it, it is actually that simple i just yeah. think you're some bigoted evil guy that needs to get over yourself mm, and yeah. have that just be the lyrics there's no subtext no 
<laughs> yeah, not, not a lot of subtext in Lily Allen, but <laughs> you know, nothing wrong with that. Well, I'd, I'd argue there is a lot of subtext in some of them, right. but there is no subtext in Fuck You. It's yeah. all just text. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's good to have that kind of range too, because I mean, why why do music if it's not fun, right? Like you might as well yeah. you might as well have your lyrical masterpieces and then something simple like that, right? Range. Yeah, which like is which is and it's just so iconic. Yeah, exactly. So iconic. Has it been um, used in any kind of like cinema or TV or anything? Like, I'm sh- I, I would be surprised if it wasn't in a, a movie scene or something like that. You know? I don't know. I've 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 seen it used live a decent amount. Yeah. But I don't think I've seen it. Like, yeah, I don't think I've seen it cinematically. Yeah, I have to look that up later on. I'm sure it's been yeah. done somewhere. Something Probably. Lily Allen for sure. Yeah. Um, shall we move on to the next track? Yeah. What so we got we got two the next two n- n- tracks nine and ten are um, who'd have known and Chinese. So who, they're both um, the two like love songs on yeah. the album. Yeah. Who'd have known is just about like uh, being around someone and then you're like, oh, we kind of are we a thing? Yeah, I think we are a thing. Yeah. And then by the end of the song, he you know he accidentally calls her baby and she's like yeah like your friends know that we're a thing so i think we are and it's very like um it's just really real yeah like it's just it's a it's a it's a relationship that i think everyone is familiar with where you're like you kind of fall into it and then you're like oh i think yeah i think we're i think we're a thing (laughs) yeah yeah it's uh what i think is unique about it's like every single song is a different situation but they are all um (laughs) <laughs> like just when I think she's run out of things to make a song about, it's like, oh yeah, that that's the perfect subject matter for a song. Yeah, they, yeah, you're right. They are actually. They're all. It's not like I guess you know, like Adele's albums that are kind of all about one relationship. Yeah, yeah. The whole album is like one. You know, it's probably all the songs are written to one person. Yeah, yeah. These are all. I mean, I think that that all clearly have the same voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the situations they're addressing are all different. Absolutely, yeah. And then, and then Chinese is, I think. I mean, like I said, I'm not a romantic person, and I think this is why this is one of my favorite romantic songs. Uh-huh. This is this is a song that is about. It's like she's you know touring or she's traveling, and all she wants to do is she's come home. Uh, the chorus goes, "You'll make me." Well, I think it's a bridge, actually. You'll make me beans on toast and a nice cup of tea and we'll get a Chinese and watch TV. Yeah. And like, I'm like, that is just like peak, like that's relationship goals to me. Yeah. It's just, it's like, we'll walk the dogs and I'll probably have a little sleep and like, you know, we'll we'll get a takeaway and, and we'll watch yeah. a movie or something. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, it, and it's, that, I guess it's kind of that thing of, it, it feels working class, except for the part where she's like, I'm traveling all the time. Um, yeah. But it's like, it, it's achievable goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's a song by a country Western singer called Russell Dickerson, and the song's called Low Key. And it's exactly the same kind of, same kind of subject matter of like, we could go out, we could pay 50 bucks for parking, and then the, you know coat check fee and then stand around and drink like a 40 dollar cocktail or we could just put a movie on the tv and and uh order some food from the chinese place down the street and like i i'm honestly surprised that more songs aren't coming out like this given that yeah 
seems like the sort of, uh, how do I explain this without sounding weird? But like, I feel like our generation and the next one, the, the Zoomers are sort of like things like fast food and takeaways and stuff like that are almost kind of like, you remember when your parents used to kind of frown on them and that sort of thing, but yeah. we, we kind of grew up on them. So it's oh, yeah. a comfortable, like, uh, yeah, like a home, a home comfort sort of thing. And, uh, I'm really curious to see because have you seen on TikTok couples will do these dates where they go to like uh, what's yeah, Target I think is the American equivalent of oh, like yeah. Kmart here yeah and they'll do like a rip, paper scissors rock and whoever wins gets to choose like their activity and they'll go to the like game section and pick up a, a board game or something and then they'll do like dinner and drinks and snacks and all that kind of thing and yeah I'm kind of surprised there's not more songs with these like very achievable <laughs> um like yeah. date dreams and stuff yeah because it's I, I think there's so many love songs that are about like the biggest moment mm-hmm. yeah but you know I guess it's kind of like what we were talking about last time with um 22 where we were talking about like uh how actually living your life every day is the thing that you yeah. need to be appreciating yeah well it's the same thing in in in, in both of these in both who'd have known and chinese it's just about like the little things every mm-hmm. little everyday things that confirm yeah that you know you're you're just happy to be around each other yeah i've i've noticed that um in the past when like dating women they're like ever so appreciative of me just being like taking the initiative and booking reservations at a place or do you know what I mean? Like just these weird little details, like, like the bar is low. Don't get me wrong. I'm aware that the bar is on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bar is very low. I feel like I've like, people are happier to hear that than some of these big grand gestures like the, like the yeah. rom-coms would have you, <laughs> have you uh, believe. I think because they're not performative as well. Mm, like yeah. so much of those big gestures are about the show and about the like, it, it's meant to be about the thought, but it's actually more about the show. Mm-hmm. And I think the small things where, you know, the, and this, I mean, the, the lyrics where she's just like, I think that as someone, I mean, it's very also very, English, like I'm English. I was, I was born in England. I've lived <laughs> here for a long time, but. But it's very English to be like, the thing that I really want after a really long flight and a whole bunch of travel is beans on toast and yeah. a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. What a treat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw a, um, I saw a, someone had posted like a sort of traditional, um, I think it was like mince on toast with some carrots or something like that. It was like a traditional kind of English dinner or something. And someone commented that <laughs> a lot of England still eats like the Germans are flying overhead, but it's okay. like... <laughs> Absolutely. What's wrong with that? Like, if it's good enough, why do you eat like you're still at war? Yeah, exactly. Like, if it's if it's good enough for wartime, it's good enough for peacetime. (laughs) I still remember um, reading diaries of um, this is a very like middle aged man thing of me to do, but reading about World War Two. But um, I remember reading a diary from an American soldier talking about how like the rations that the British soldiers had, like you, you wouldn't feed them to your dog kind of thing. And like, yeah. So, um, but like, yeah, beans on toast is like, it's, it's great. There's nothing wrong with it. It is. Yeah. And it, and that's the thought, like, that's the thing that you really want. Like you don't, you, if you've just done a, you know, you've got a long haul flight or whatever, the last thing you want is a big grand gesture or a night out or a, it's, it's the yeah. thought it's the being taken care of really isn't it true yeah it's very like yeah i don't need to add to that <laughs> you nailed it there any other <laughs> thoughts on that track 
No, I think they just they're just nice. Yeah. They're just nice songs. They they are like they are a cup of tea of a song, I think both of them. Mm, yeah. Um so I'm on the the kind of last of my favorite tracks cuz mm-hmm. I the first and the last are just, you know, meh. not super memorable <laughs> for you. Yeah. Um yeah. So this the last one uh, number number 11 is called him. And I, it just occurred to me now that that might be a pun. Oh, yeah? As in it's H-I-M, but also H-Y-M-N, I think. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, a hymn be. is a song addressed to God, and this is a song about God. This is oh. uh, like um, our, our generation's What If God Was One Of Us. <laughs> <laughs> now um, that I know that's about God, it changes. Yeah, uh, I'll let you keep talking about it. Okay, I'm, I'm like I'm so interested in where that thought was. Um, it's, <laughs> I mean, the chorus of the song is, I mean, it's it's it, it of course it's post nine eleven times. Uh, ever yeah. since he can remember, people have died in his good good name. Um, he's lost the will. He can't decide. He doesn't know who's right or wrong. But there's one thing that he's sure of: this has been going on too long. So, like again, just pure politics pure yeah. politics again yeah um but but like also i think it kind of is everything that we've covered and that it is a very working class english way of thinking about god yeah it's um and it's not about like a particular it's not talking about a christian god it's sort of saying if there is this this guy this god person yeah what would he be like yeah. And like who would he vote for? And do you think he's kind of sick of us? Uh. You know, do you think he's kind of a bit over what <laughs> we've been up to? Yeah, yeah. These are th- themes that a lot of other singers and songwriters have explored as well. I mean, I even that line from um Fight Club comes to mind where he said, like, you might have to accept that if God is real, he simply doesn't like you. And yeah. That's an interesting thing that we our whole relation, like the, the humanity as a whole, and then our relationship to God is, um, it's an interesting one because that theme of like, you know, if he was real, then how come he's not like looking after us comes up a lot, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've taken philosophy 101. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you want to, if you ever want to hear like those questions come up, just take like a, a level one philosophy course oh, okay. at Canterbury yeah. University, right? <laughs> because everybody's like, "Well, actually, I have a question." Yeah, yeah, and um, it's all just that. But yeah, and it's all just that. Um, I mean, lyrically, this is. I mean, uh, musically, it feels a little bit sadder than some yeah, of the other the songs. Yeah, yeah, lyrically, um, really great rhymes. Uh, do you think his favorite type of human is Caucasian? Do you reckon he's ever been done for tax evasion? That was a good one. I do remember that one. Um, so, and it's just, it's it's just, it feels like someone in their 20s being like, I feel like I am young and I'm looking around and I, I think that you're, you're all wrong. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I think, a familiar feeling for people like when you reach adulthood mm-hmm. you get reached that first point of adulthood in your early 20s and you're allowed to think for yourself for the mm-hmm. first time and you're like what are you what are we doing oh so the kind of realization that like really none of us actually have it together 
but we assumed no. it. And, no, no. Uh, well, I guess it's that. It's like I don't know what I'm doing, yeah. but I, but also very strongly. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Right, right, right. <laughs> and then it's a very like yeah. It's a it's a really it's a it's a really sad song actually. Yeah, I think that's probably why she ends it with this like kind of positive spin on getting to know her dad after not having him in her life for a while. Yeah. That yeah, the last one was a bit odd because the 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 message that I took from it was sort of like <laughs> she said something about she she gave him space and then she was kind of glad for it because then their relationship improved or something. But yeah. I just kind of thought like that's weird. <laughs> like he he yeah, left, it's a bit, like, it's a, I think I think that's one of those songs where where I think that song is for her. <laughs> It's exactly, not for yeah. us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if it if it helps her process it better than yeah. power to you, Lily. Sure. <laughs> so we are sort of coming off. Yeah. Yeah, that's the album. Any that's kind of closing it, thoughts the on the tracks. last? I guess um, I think that this album for me, it's it's lyrically dense, which is incredible because there's a lot of uh, like vocal ad lib, la 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 in it. So to be oh, lyrically okay. dense allowing for lots of la la la's um it's really fun to listen to Mm, it is real uh quite brain hurty once you really (laughs) listen to the lyrics yeah and i think for for me uh this album is really ties into my all of the art that i do in that uh i love writing good lyrics i like writing fun melodies the irony of a melody and incongruent lyrics is like one of my favorite things. Mm, yeah. And I, I think that Lily Allen is an artist with a really strong artistic voice. And I think that's how she was able to do so well, even though she's not a really strong singer or even particularly a strong musician. Yeah, she's definitely got the whole character. Like she, she is a character. Do you know what I mean? Like she yeah, has a yeah. super unique sound, which evidently it can carry you pretty well. Yeah. Are there any like? Would you say there are any super direct things that you've kind of not necessarily emulated, but elements of what Lily does? Because I would say, from what I've seen of your stand-up, it is very <laughs> the tone is very positive, but there are some darker themes that you're talking about. Yeah. So that... I, I think this is, yeah, the voice, this voice, this is a really influential voice for me, yeah. I think. Um, and I grew up in a lefty house, um, oh. but this is a very lefty album, which is like not, it's not often that you get a pop album that's so, so political mm. now. Even like we have them, but this is super, super political. Yeah. And my stand-up is pretty left, <laughs> pretty left-leaning. <laughs> and, and I think when I come back to these, you know, this music in particular, this album in particular, um, and also her first album, I guess what I see is someone who was was not actually, she was a singer, but she wasn't full of musical training. She didn't have a bunch of songwriting training. She wasn't, it, uh, the lyrics don't feel like that someone's trying too hard. And I think that's the thing that I take away. And that's the thing that I try to do. I'm not very good at it. I'm very, very good at trying way too hard. Um, <laughs> I'm always trying to pull back, but that kind of ability to let go and try to be honest rather than clever. Yeah. Because you can yeah. still end up being clever through that honesty if you yeah. put the honesty first. 
I think people can feel when something has heart as well. And there's a lack of pretend, there's, there's zero pretentiousness in yeah. what she does. Yeah. And yeah, I just think people gravitate towards that, don't they? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, this has been really good. I've really enjoyed it. Um, thank you for giving up your time to do this podcast. And uh, it's ended it doesn't up. doesn't in... feel like a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Um, yeah, we'll we'll kind of wrap it up there, but maybe we could do another one about the Muppets in full if you're feeling up to it <laughs> <laughs> at some point. But oh, yeah, no, I appreciate your time. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you. And we are back again. I hope you enjoyed part two of that conversation. Once again, uh, as I said at the, the end of the first one, I was a little concerned about my ability to contribute to the conversation, but I think I did okay. Uh, obviously, uh, Amy had most of the facts and most of the information, and I did my best to comment on and uh, follow along. And I think it ended up being quite a good conversation. Hope you enjoyed that listen. It was a lot of fun for me to have. As we stated in the uh, part one, it was a um, Friday evening when we recorded this. So that should give you an idea of uh, Amy and I's social life. But it was a great way to spend a Friday evening and I have no regrets. We'll probably bring, bring Amy back to talk about the Muppets uh, at another, uh, another day. But if you would like to follow Amy on the social media, you can find her on all of the social networks at Amy Borlace. She managed to get the same handle for each one, which a uh, very good job. And she left me instructions. Check out the Facebook for events and news, the Instagram for memes and reels, and the YouTube for a biannual vlog or hairstyling video. Excuse me, it's getting late. Uh, which she says, is that twice a year or once every two years? The answer is yes. If you need help spelling that, Amy Borlase, A-I-M-E-E-B-O-R-L-A-S-E. I'll leave all the links down in the show notes. Definitely go check those out if you'd like to see more of Amy. As always, you can find me on all the socials at Taylor Ruddle Comedy. I still have no idea if I have decided to bite the bullet and get onto Thread at this point, as this episode is going to be releasing some weeks into the future. So <laughs> I might be on Thread, I might not. Uh, go to my Instagram and, and find out if I am. And uh, place your bets in the comments to to see if you think I did or I didn't. As always, heaps of gigs on. Austin Club on the 1st and 3rd Thursdays of the month, 7pm. Definitely come check it out. The venue, I had a long conversation with the, uh, the manager of that venue today. They are super stoked to have us doing stand-up and they are gonna, they're making us feel super welcome. They want us to be completely integrated into their little system. So I'm really looking forward. I'm feeling really optimistic about the future of that gig. Uh, it's in a cozy little um, spot on the end of High Street. And just in general, that whole area is of huge sentimental value to me as my high school, which is uh, at the time it was known as Unlimited Payanga Tafiti, was 30 second walk from the entrance to the Austin Club. And then the first room that I like started helping run was called uh, Kensington Funhouse. It was on Manchester Street, which again, from the Austin Club is about a two minute walk. It's now being rebranded as like Bar 145, I think it's called 185, something like that. And it's like a sports bar. Used to be called the Kensington Funhouse. I got so much experience and so much stage time there. And it was just a really special, um, really special time of my uh, comedy career. So you can imagine I'm really stoked to be back in the Austin Club. That whole area is just full of, um, full of nostalgia for me. And I would love for you to join us in the, uh, the Laugh Cellar and have a few giggles. So once again, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate your time, and uh, we'll check in with you next time. Until then, Ruddler out.
right, I think I hacked in. We're on the air? Shh, security's outside. But how's my hair? It's a radio station. Psst, psst. You guys hear about the Beyond the Shadows podcast with Ryan and Scott? You guys into paranormal? What about true crime? How about UFOs and cryptids? We also have mad hauntings. We got security. No, we don't. We're not big enough to need it yet. No, we got security. Hey, what are you guys doing? Get out of here. Listen to the Beyond the Shadows podcast. Beyond the Shadows. Hello, Ruddle Me This listeners. I am Rachel. And I'm Heather. And we are the hosts over at Wine Time. We release new episodes every Tuesday about all things mom-related. We talk about birthing stories and postpartum. Inspirational mamas who have made a difference and are just complete badasses. And we cover all the mom crime. From missing moms to murderous moms. Come check us out wherever you listen to your podcast at Wine Time. Or find us on social media at wine underscore time underscore pod. And remember, that's wine spelled W-H-I-N-E.